WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. You're listening to WBEZ. We're a month away from the November election. WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times are taking a look at the records of the two main candidates for Illinois governor. Republican State Senator Darren Bailey is challenging Democratic incumbent Governor J.B. Pritzker. Chicago Sun-Times chief political reporter Tina Svondelis took a look at what Pritzker's done in his first term in office. And WBEZ state politics reporter Dave McKinney evaluated Bailey's four years in the Illinois General Assembly. They join me now. Good morning. Good morning, Mary. Tina, how about we start with you? What have been J.B. Pritzker's biggest achievements in his four years in office? Well, I took a look back at Pritzker entering the political arena in 2017, five years ago when he announced his campaign for governor. And what was striking to me was what he was talking about back then are the same things he's talking about now. And he did point at one thing as a key success that was writing the ship on the state's finances. We had an unbalanced budget. We had eight credit downgrades. We had billions of dollars of uh, overdue bills in the state of Illinois. And you can't accomplish much of anything else for the state if you don't solve that problem. Otherwise, Pritzker did do many of the progressive policy things he said he would do, which is legalizing marijuana, protecting abortion rights, raising the minimum wage, and passing a huge infrastructure package. Dave, you looked at Darren Bailey's record. How effective has he been during four years as a member of the state House and now in the state Senate? Well, Mary, he was the chief sponsor of two bills. Uh, One of them increased penalties for illegally passing school buses. The other one was designed to help in the recruitment of firefighters. Now, that's far fewer bills than a lot of his Republican colleagues have passed. And Pritzker says that that shows a lack of productivity, and it proves that Bailey is an ineffective legislator. Now, here's how Bailey responds to that. If you're going to judge a legislature on the number of bills they got passed, how dare you? Because we need to be a law of less government. We do not need more government. More government, like what J.B. Pritzker wants, it's ruining our society. I mean, the thing you have to keep in mind here, uh, if you're going to give Bailey the benefit of the doubt, is that Republicans are in the super minority. They just don't have the influence or the votes to do the things that, that Bailey's been talking about doing. So on that note, what has Bailey tried to do? Well, Bailey has mostly tried to emphasize cultural issues. Let's start with abortion. He wants to criminalize uh, the procedure after 20 weeks so doctors would face criminal penalties. He wants to cut off government funding for abortions. Uh, But despite pushing for all of that anti-abortion legislation, which went nowhere, uh, he really completely kind of downplayed his ability to restrict abortions if he were to become governor. And I think the reason for that, at least he implied that anyway, was that Democrats would be in control of the legislature. Governor Pritzker's fear-mongering message that I'm going to destroy the state and take women's rights away. Well, he of all people should know that as a governor, I can't do that. The General Assembly, the legislature would have to bring bills and uh, to the table. And I think everyone would agree, number one, uh, nothing's going to change. Women are well-protected in Illinois. He's also proposed reinstating the death penalty, getting rid of the license to own a gun in Illinois, and letting people carry concealed weapons on uh, the CTA. Uh, The other thing about Bailey's voting record, all those accomplishments of Pritzker's that that Tina rattled off a moment ago, budgets, infrastructure, legalizing cannabis, gambling expansion, the Safety Act that eliminates cash bail, well, Bailey voted against all of those. 
Tina, what would you say have been Pritzker's biggest challenges while in office? Well, after those big legislative wins, he did suffer a huge political loss when voters rejected his proposal to make rich people pay a higher income tax rate. And that had been one of his top priorities. And then the pandemic hit. Popularity is not something you think about when you're thinking about every day looking at a dashboard, as I did, um, of how many people died the previous day. He said that informed his decisions about why to implement the mitigations he did, the school closures, the mask mandates, restaurant restrictions. And those are things that he felt were very important, but it opened him up to a lot of criticism. It opened him up to Republicans calling him an authoritarian. And it also led to other criticisms during the pandemic on how he handled some state agency issues. You both have covered these two candidates for four years now. You both sat down and interviewed them recently about their records. What did they reveal to you about themselves? Tina, let's start with you about J.B. Pritzker. Well, Pritzker does get very introspective um, when talking about why he's good at handling crises. And he said it's because it's both personal and professional. It's what happened to his parents. It's being the son of a alcoholic who had to call an ambulance on his mother when he was 10 years old and also just in his business life. Um, he also talked about how he is very used to handling criticism at this point. He he does not necessarily search for mean tweets, um, but he does not very much handle attacks on his family very well. And Dave, what did you get out of your time with Darren Bailey? Uh, Mary, I mean, what's struck me, I guess, about him was how he talks a lot about doom. He sees Illinois as a state in ruin. And I guess, you know, when you look at this election, maybe that's not surprising since he's a challenger taking on an incumbent. But he really has been running a campaign of resentment. Uh, my time with him revealed just how much he feels the way that many downstaters do. He embodies them. That they're, a lot of them feel like they're getting steamrolled by Chicago on a lot of issues a lot of the time. And that's what's driving him to take the tack that he does in politics. But, you know, he told me that one thing that he does quite often is that he asks himself, what's he going to tell his grandkids someday about his time in politics? And, you know, the, the core of that is that he thinks he's exposing the ill in Illinois. It's a big state. Election day is November 8th. Early voting has begun in Chicago's Collard Counties. These are state political reporters Dave McKinney of WBEZ and Tina Fondelis of The Sun-Times. Thanks for being here this morning.